All right, here we go. Thanks for finding us. It's a DC Sports Huddle. We're sponsored by MGM National Harbor for the latest in Washington sports. Visit MGM National Harbor and experience a sports fan's paradise. George Wallace, Dave Preston, Rob Woodfork in the huddle. I'll start off mad once again this week. I just wanted a simple, simple, no, simple start to the NBA season. The Wizards started their season on Wednesday. I wrote a uh, preview on WTLP.com, which was read by several of my relatives. I was all fired up. And then this Dan Snyder stuff hits. And I'm going to wear Indianapolis, the home of Colts owner Jim Irsay. And I'm glad he spoke up and said what he said because he's the only one that has spoke up from the ownership uh, collection, although it should be pointed out that no other owner, no other owner has said, you know, I didn't like what Jim Irsay said. So I think the silence is deafening. It is richly ironic as someone who covered Jim Irsay's dad, Bob Irsay, when he moved the Baltimore Colts. I still remember the press conference. A story broke that they were moving to Arizona. And Bob Irsay was so mad that he flew into Baltimore and allegedly he might have had a few drinks before he held a press conference. First class. At, at, well, no, it was a private plane, BWI. And he, he, I can still picture him saying, Don Shaver's my friend, the poor governor at governor, the time, yeah. and saying he's not moving his team to Arizona. And he was right. He moved it to Indianapolis. So <laughs> In the middle of the night. I, I know. Yeah. I've, I've drifted off subject, off topic. There's a Packers game. Taylor Heineke with his hair on fire is back as quarterback. I just had to get that off my chest. That Can, can we just go one week? No. Or can we just I, – I'm done with this. We and, can't. I mean, we have no. three quality storylines for this episode. Did you have Ursa on your pregame not show? Not nearly enough time to no. delve into all of them the way that – you know, because, I mean, each of them is, like, episode worthy. You know, the Wizards opening the season the way they did, the Dan Snyder stuff, the, uh, the quarterback change, because God knows we've seen a million of those in Washington over the last 35-plus right. years. Um, but yeah, man, look, I, I guess we should just go into the, the commanders here because I mean, this is, I don't even want to say it's a big game because I feel like their season's over anyway, but just the quarterback change, this doesn't feel like it's temporary. It doesn't feel like Heineke's going in there just to fill in until Wentz is back. I feel like we've seen the last of Carson Wentz. Am I crazy? Yeah, no, not crazy, but I don't, what happens if Taylor comes in and goes 0-4? Oh, they're going to get one win because that's just the way it is. They'll get one. Yeah. Okay. What happens if he goes one and three? You're not going to bring Carson Wentz back? He's going to fall under the seventy percent. Carson snaps. Wentz went one and four. So I mean, I understand that. Can't but go I, based I, on record. How about this? I guess it depends how how they look, how they go one and three, or how they go two. Now you go four and zero, oh, fine. Yeah. Different story. But right. if the offense is moving, if the offense is moving, and you see the excitement of Taylor Heineke, but look, guys. And, and I love the fan. God bless the fan. Whatever's left of them. <laughs> the Taylor Heineke is going to be the savior. They're going to the Super Bowl. Now that Taylor Heineke's back. We know what Taylor Heineke is. Yes, he's familiar with the offense. Yes, he has a little more excitement. He gets out of the pocket. He moves around. But he's just, he's a backup quarterback. Right. Well, but I like his comment that he's using his hips now. And, we, yes. and he compares oh. it to a golf swing. Because yes. He's that, played a lot of golf. Yeah. Right. So no never, no never, word if Chubbs Peterson was the one who helped him with that. <laughs> right. you know, well, I never it's thought, all in the hips. Yeah, well, I never thought I'd use Shakira and, and uh, Taylor Heineke in the same sentence because she had a <laughs> hips hit don't song. Lie. Right. Hips don't lie. Uh, but Taylor Heineke is, is just a great story. And I think everybody is rooting for Taylor Heineke yeah. because there's a Taylor Heineke right. in every one of us that feels like we were slighted from something along the way. And we're getting a, sh- a chance to shine. It's unfortunate, and as he said it, that he gets this opportunity because of Carson Wentz's injury. But what what I love, and we all know, 
uh, he is going to go in and he's going to play with the attitude yeah. like, I'm going to keep this job for the next 10 years. I don't think that's going to happen. No. But he, he's going to make it fun and you, you're going to appreciate the competitiveness. The competitiveness that uh, that he used when he dove for that touchdown yeah. in the playoff game. But that's, that's why, that's but why I, cr- I think he's going to be the starter moving forward because the team responds to him in a way and they said all the right things with Carson Wentz. But it seems like the team responds to uh, Heineke in a way that sort of lifts the, the you know the level of play or at least the competitive nature in, and because, in which they play. And it's because of the way he, it's because of who he is. He's an under like you said underdog yeah. guy. He gets out, leaves everything on the on the field. But am I crazy to think that like you know that this is not it's not the savior to the season? No, 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 no. not at all, not at all. Oh, okay, not at all. Look, I mean, if Cooper Rush had had continued to put up four hundred yard passing. Games or whatever. Well, Not he, that he ever did. I'm yeah. just saying. If he, he, <laughs> right. my, my point being yeah, is everybody, yeah. that suddenly you really have a controversy. Sure. Right. Did anybody think Dak Prescott eventually was not coming back? Correct. It was not a real quarterback right. controversy. And I think it, it, the same applies here. I think Taylor Heineke, unless he puts up crazy numbers mm-hmm. and doesn't throw the ball away and they keep winning— well, then, of course, you don't make the change. But I don't think that's that's going to happen. And, well, I think even the, if there was no injury to Carson Wentz, there'd still be they they would still be talking about the quarterback. I think the offense has scored what thirty points over the last three weeks, and so this was an attack that they had four touchdowns against Jacksonville, four against Detroit, and then the the pickings have been slim the last few weeks, and you wonder you know what's going to happen with this attack no no matter who the quarterback is 28 million dollars for well, Carson Wentz he was not going to pull him after five whatever no. how many games we are 28 well, million dollars yeah. and you're on 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 camera on face that this is the guy you wanted if you pull Carson Wentz now at 2 and 4 if with the injury if, if it wasn't an injury mm-hmm. we have to worry about it cuz it's what's happening but then Ron's out there i mean that's a huge you're you're admitting that this is yeah, but did, Indy gave up more for him. Right, they had way right. more invested well, yeah, in him. Yeah, true. And it's so, better. and they pulled the plug after one year. So it's like I, I feel like Washington. They say what we will about Rivera. It feels like he's not going to play somebody just because of their draft status or how much they're making or any of that stuff. I agree, but this was his quarterback, and yep. this was his. This is different for, for me. Yeah, that's what he said. And look, today's Dave's right about one thing, only one thing. No, one. You're, you're right about <laughs> several things. But something you said before the season yeah. that Carson Wentz will put up great numbers, uh, but it'll be in come from behind time when you're right. trying to and, chase. And, and yeah. that's and that's certainly happened already. Uh, this season, but scoring is actually tough in, in the NFL. Uh, the, uh-huh. the case in point last time, Taylor Heineke and the Commanders played the Packers. They had 430 yards of total offense mm-hmm. and only 10 points. 10 points. Yeah. So, so it, it's a similar problem to what we've experienced even with with uh, this is uh, it, once. this is an offense that can beat itself, and we have seen them beat themselves. The number is actually 47 points over the last four games for the mm-hmm. Burgundy Eagles. So that's 12 points a game. That does not get you out of drafting first or second. You know, th- th- those are bad offensive numbers. I know that Jahan Dotson has been unavailable, and he might not be available this Sunday. I know the offensive line has been held together with duct tape or paper clips or choose your adhesive, but this offense was not working the last four weeks. Who knows? I think Taylor Heineke is going to provide a spark. Every new quarterback for- provides a spark. It's just like with. 
every coaching fire. And we've seen it in college football. Uh, Georgia Tech won two straight after they fired their coach. Wisconsin won a couple games after they fired coach their coach. It's like the dead cat bounce, they like to say. I think, I think maybe we get a quarterback change bounce perhaps this Sunday. Is it sustainable? I don't think so. But I definitely think that you're going to see a different fire on the commander's side of the football field this Sunday than you have the last couple weeks. I think it was best stated, uh, and of course I could say this all the time about Twitter, but uh, somebody tweeted that you know you, you showed the touchdown pass from Wentz uh, to Diami Brown uh, and basically said, yeah, we're not getting that. From correct Taylor Heineke, yeah. and that's well, a thousand. Wait a minute, he's using his hips now. Well, so right. We I mean, is he, yeah. So, so, so no. he could, so he could throw it thirty yards instead of twenty five. But, right. <laughs> but well, no, man. Look, but you're you're going to lose uh, with Wentz. He is more talented, and we've talked about this before. He's a more talented player. Right. You're going to be able to, and we we can put this in relationship terms so that people can understand. Carson Wentz is that beautiful girl. She's so fine, but then she's got drama. There's always drama, and it always ends badly because it's toxic. And then with Heineke, it's like, you know what? She's a real cool chick. I can watch football with her. Like, we can kick it. Like, she'll do some beer burps or whatever. She may be not the softer side of Sears, but you know what? It's a more healthy relationship, and I can get further. So that's how I feel about this sort of, uh, you know, the dichotomy between the two quarterbacks. So you may be able to... Be more competitive in games with Heineke, even though he is not the. In in the case of both, uh, neither one of them is right. the long term. Neither one of them's marriage material. <laughs> so, just the one that's not toxic, the one that's not going to set you back in life, is the one you want, and that is Taylor well, we've Heineke. Did, we've, yeah. been, we've done this before. I know no, that, no. but this is a bridge. This is a bridge to get you to the offseason. How many bridges? Bridge. How many bridges are you going to get? How many I mean, bridges are you going to build? It's the Bay Bridge, and, man. And don't, and don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying I believe in Heineke. I've said all along. I think he's mediocre. He's whatever. But right. at the same time, I, I I was not high on Carson Wentz at all, and We've seen he has the tendency, like he can get you that big play, but he can also shoot you in the foot with the turnovers. And I feel like Heineke, and look, they always talk about they know what to do. He was talking the other day like he knows I can't have 15 interceptions like I did Mm -hmm. last season. So it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. So I'm looking forward to seeing if he can do it. And if he can do it, and look, He's not going to take all the killer sacks like Wentz does. It's not even about interceptions and that throwing and all of that. that. I'll yeah. give you that. His mobility, his ability—they're not going to take nine sack games I'll with. Give, I'll give you that with Heineke I, in there, and I think yeah. that that's going to be the difference. I think with this offensive line, he's probably better suited because yes, yeah. Carson Wentz can hit that. 40, 50 yard, you know, bomb, yeah. but he's it, with the line the way it is set up right now. You don't have the time yep. to use that arm. So, I right. and also, I think we've seen the, the pocket collapse multiple times right. this, you know, since week one. They're tied for uh, allowing the most sacks per mm-hmm. game in the NFL. And I think you need a guy who can run for his life, sadly, better than a guy with a better arm. Yeah, no, I think he's dangerous because uh, the NFL and professional sports in general, they, these players are so schooled. And they study so much. Well, how do you study for Taylor Heideke? Yeah. Because he probably doesn't know what he's doing half the time. So <laughs> right. then how how can the defense know? With the hips. They're like, wait a minute, I didn't see that in the film session, as they, they say the film session. But, yeah. you know, it does what smacks, and, and this is the problem, and it's not Ron Rivera's fault or or whatever, and, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but the it, the NFL in some ways is is become – like the NBA, where you need a certain level of player at a position, or it, it's 
Look, the Ravens won a Super Bowl with what? Trent Dilfer, Trent right? Dilfer. I mean, look at who uh, the Washington football team once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Schrader, uh, or, or uh, I'm sorry, Doug Williams. Mm-hmm. I, I remember interviewing, God bless Doug Williams, a very talented guy, but I remember interviewing him when he was with the Arizona Outlaws of the USFL. <laughs> so that's where his career went ups and downs. Mark Rippon was, was not a Hall of Fame uh, quarterback, but now it seems unless you have that tier one mm-hmm. quarterback, whoever you want to put in that tier – uh, at some point, you're going to end up out and of the And actually, playoffs. what's interesting about the NFL right now is even if you have that Tier 1 quarterback, it's still not a guarantee because, I mean, Russell Wilson is yeah. really bad in yeah, Denver. Right. Really I don't bad. think anybody saw that coming. No. No. And you look at uh, Tom Brady's been struggling. It looks like he's not even all in on this season. So it's like you you know, you know, need to have that Tier 1 guy, sure. But it looks like nowadays like the, the scoring is down league-wide. Like, you know, now it needs to be – you need to have defense. You need to be able to run the ball. Yeah, but in defense of Tom Brady, yeah. I, can, I can speak from experience. A Brazilian supermodel, supermodel breakup is a, is a tough thing <laughs> and, to deal with. And you can you speak from experience. You're at Robert Kraft's wedding too, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I know. It just, I was hey, – well, How about I, this for I, the quarterbacks who season yeah. game? Otherwise, I would have been yeah, hanging right. with Robert Kraft. Yeah. Bob, he understood. He understood. Same town. We were both in New York on Friday night. He understood. But how about this for quarterback seasons who have gone sideways? Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, comes to FedEx Field Sunday. They've lost two in a row. You've got Tom Brady, whose team is now 500. Russell Wilson, who has won a Super Bowl, he, he for he is whatever reason I don't know if it's the coaching or lack thereof with Nathaniel Hackett, but that oh, has bad. not gone right. He's and really even Lamar Jackson, who has just had an incredible first couple of weeks, they're 500 now too. Yeah. Here's what I will. Here's here's the other key. I do think that you will see Scott Turner be able to call a little more with Taylor. Because he knows the offense. He knows so for the well. last three years. Yeah. And look, I a lot of a lot of this stuff is I put you you have to put on your offensive coordinator too and how you adapt to the players' strengths and, and how you call a game and they're knowing their limitations. There's, so I think you will see maybe a little bit now, maybe not as much as the deep stuff because of obviously right. his arm, but maybe you see a little more. And but it's also gonna depend too if Dotson's out, Deami Brown hasn't practiced all week. Yeah. You know, if the weapons are down too. Right. Yeah, but I, I've got the formula for victory. Oh, the, the uh, commanders. Cam Newton. Oh my! Correct. No, no the Good commanders, <laughs> and this has been a, a sore point this season. The commanders' defense has to come up with some takeaways. Correct. Against the Packers, give Taylor Heineke a short field to work with. Yep. He dives in the end zone, does whatever. He loves to and, dive, and they they find a way <laughs> to win. Give him a short field to work with. Uh, and not 90 yards to try to to lead a team to victory. Actually, Are you calling I'm, it? I'm, Are you calling I'm, it? I'm calling it. I'm calling saying, it a win? I'm saying if the defense— He loves Heineke. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone loves Taylor Heineke. You can't help but love no. Taylor Heineke. I said everybody has he a little he did say Taylor Heineke rewind uh, the tape. Uh, yeah. in you, in us. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you, we were my all— left foot. Everyone First of all, Heineke there, is not the drink I have in me right now. No, but, but everybody watching is, has been dissed or, yeah. or, or uh, you know not yeah. given the full opportunity or credit or whatever, right. or had to fight a little uh, bit harder, and, and yeah. you know, I, I think everyone appreciates it. I mean, it's a, it's, the, it's a great story, but it's, you know, it's a, now it's a three-year-old story. That we, right. Uh, we keep going back to him. Now you need here. to be able right. to play. Now you need to, yeah. right. Nobody and, cares about Kurt Warner bagging groceries in less than until he, he did, wins a Super Bowl. He did say that, you know, what difference between last year and this year, the experience, you started 15 games last year. That's a big deal. You also got to learn a little bit from Wentz and, as the backup going in this year. So, and as he did say from Fitz last year also. Mm-hmm. So, he has been able to learn. He's doing the hips thing, like you mentioned, playing a lot of golf. Um, so, we'll see. 
All right, All right. another shot. So, so yeah. let, let's let, let's let, let's pick the game. I'm just going to say real <clears throat> quick that they need to take the game out of Heineke's hands. If he, if you need to be able to run That's the ball. What I said. Yeah, you need to be able to run the ball. You need to be able to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. But more importantly, the thing that I'm most scared of with Green Bay is that two-headed monster that they have at running back. Washington has been really bad at stopping the run this year, giving up 6.4 yards per carry. If Green Bay gets a lead and then they're running on you, like that's going to be curtains. That's going to be game over. So uh, I, I, I'm not picking Washington to win. I'm going to say Green Bay wins 28 to 20. Hey, Preston. I've got uh, Green Bay 25, Washington 18. Okay. This you would think this would be an Aaron Rodgers get right game after losing to the Jets. I think it but is. But then you would have thought last week. He doesn't week have was, weapons either. No. You would have thought last week was. And he's dealing with a thumb injury. He didn't yeah. play. He hasn't practiced this week. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Green Bay is still going to come in and win the game. But I'll, I could be close. I think Taylor Heineke makes it exciting. Yeah. I'll go 27 23. Yeah. I think what hurt the Packers last week, second only to the West Coast team playing at 1 p.m., is the team coming back from London and not getting a bye week. That's 3 and 1 against the numbers so far this season. <laughs> okay. All right, you knew we were getting a time reference, why, time zone reference. Why 25-18? Because uh, I believe... Uh, this really is the guy who picks it? three times really for them every year. Really I, I, I think they're going to chase points. I think you're going to get a uh, <laughs> touchdown with a two-point conversion late in the uh, game to make it 23-18, and then a safety makes it 25. Score a gum. Write that down. I'm sorry. I asked. Well, I'm going to go. That's his your fault. The commanders are going to win. I'm going to stick. I believe that the commanders' defense will come up with the takeaways. Uh, they'll give Heineke a short field uh, to work with. And uh, to the point, yeah, you get a quarterback bounce. And this will be the week that, that they bounce back. And I'm also just tired of picking against the commanders. So why <laughs> and not? And they're giving away seat cushions right. this week. No. That's so oh, good. How about that? All right. Are they going to throw them on the field uh, like back nah. in the day? Jeez. With that audible line of scrimmage, any other thoughts, comments? Reactions. Uh, I, I think anything? we, uh, yeah, I think we could touch briefly on the Dan Snyder uh, right. controversy. Uh, I do think that it is uh, notable and it is important that Jim Mersey spoke out. Like at first, I was just like, all right, well, this is Jim Mersey. He's a bottom tier owner. Who cares what he thinks? I would rather hear from Amara. I would rather hear from a Rooney or somebody or Jerry Jones, who used to be uh, Snyder's boy. But I think the, uh, you know, by it being Ursay it puts pressure on some of those more respected guys to speak up. And I think it also speaks to if, you know, the the well-respected guys, sure, they're not going to like Snyder in all right. likelihood. Right. The fact that a, an owner who's had some troubles of his own and has served a suspension and has had some issues was the one to speak out sort of speaks to, hey, maybe there really is 24 owners that it's, will vote this guy out. It, but it even calculated. still... But even still, even if you get that 24, it's just the beginning. As exciting as it is to start to feel like, oh boy, something's about to happen, Snyder is going to take this to court. He's going to oh, make yeah. it nasty and drag out, and we just need to be prepared for that. I think it's going to get uglier. It's going to be ugly before it gets good. It's your closest, closest than it's ever been, and it's definitely calculated that Ursay walked right out, walked to the media, and said it. He yeah, obviously right. didn't do that rogue. So right. that, to me, is a big deal. And today's point before, not one on a spoke out the next yep. day at the meetings and was like, whoa, whoa, hey, not this, right. you know. Yeah. No, a rumor isn't a rumor that doesn't die, and this one's alive. <laughs> no, and, and I think also the uh, they are, this NFL investigation either is taking long because who doesn't want billable hours, and that right. could be part mm -hmm. of the reason why, or uh, they know that, that and, and it, we do live in a country where you have legal rights, they've got to find uh, some way to, to say, we got you on this, mm -hmm. and that's against what we're about, and you're out of the league. 
or uh, apparently the 24 votes. So, uh, but it, I, it's not going to come until this investigation is over, whenever it's over. Yep. Um, but I think the fact that that finally you had an owner say something, yeah, uh, I think is significant. And I, I agree with George. I don't think uh, Jim Irsay just walked out and thought, well, you know what, mm-hmm. I'm going to make headlines. Gather today. around, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. I want to take the Pacers <laughs> off right. the front page in Indianapolis. Yeah. All right, stick it to Dave. Yeah, yeah right. There, there. So I was going to bring up. We have a pickleball star in our area, but I'll bring that up next next week. week. Next yeah. week. Right. It's definitely something. It is number one ranked player in the world. All right, uh, the DC Sports Tunnel is always or as we like to call it, the Dan Snyder Therapy Session. It's sponsored by MGM <laughs> National Harbor for the latest in Washington sports. Visit MGM National Harbor and experience the sports fans' paradise. We thank you. Break. Break. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts.